Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? It's KBR Sports, the best sports talk show your 24-hour day back from the break. Remember, you all can follow and subscribe to the KBR Sports Podcast. We're going on Ravel TV, Spreaker, YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. That way, you'll be email notified whenever the KBR Sports Podcast is streaming live or whenever a new podcast is posted to each of those different medians. Also, don't forget, you should, call, you should follow the KBR Sports Twitter page at KBR underscore sports with the live links and show topics to tweet prior to every single show. And don't forget that you should comment, like, and share the KBR Sports Podcast for one, to give your to show your support for the show, and number two, to give your feedback on any KBR Sports topic that you want to give some feedback on, to reply to, and to give your opinions on. And so that if you want to pitch your ideas and topics that you want to hear discussed on the show, you'll always be able to put them in the comment section, and that <clears throat> and so that I can see them and eventually be able to address each of those topics that you want to hear to talk about on the show. All right, y'all. So before I get into this next topic, so I heard a funny thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to one of my favorite sports podcasts and radio shows. I think everybody should ch- check out Jalen Jacoby. Um, I saw a funny thing that they were talking about on, on their show, in which they were going in deep about whether or not they were asking this question on their show. And I want to pose the question to everybody listening to this podcast: Do straws have two holes or just one? Now, I feel like I, I've sat, I sat through like most of the day today, just like brain twisted on this question on whether or not a straw has two holes or one hole. And, be, and, and it, it's kind of confusing because you think about it, it has one and en- one entry point. Then you go out the same entry point. So I'm like, well, that that would make it the same hole, right? Because a second hole would essentially be like if you had a hole on the side of the straw. Like if somebody asks you how many holes does a stro- straw have? And it had another hole on the side of it. Somebody would probably say two holes, but if you just look at the straw itself, they would probably they would probably say just one. But see, this is what made me start thinking about it, even on an, another kind of level. Because if you have a straw and you bend it, in which it closes up the second opening, then would there would still be the hole on the top? So you would still say it has one hole. But if you have, if that second opening on the bottom is opened up that would make it two holes then so i feel like that's that i mean a straw has two holes as opposed to like something like a donut where a donut you can't really close off the other side of a donut or anything like that so a donut is one huge discontinuous hole so i feel like in that case it's a lot easier to do the determination for a donut as opposed to a straw where a straw has not just one long continuous or one one continuous hole that can't be closed off but actually one one on one end and another on another end that if you seal the other one off the other would still exist so it's not one continuous hole 
I know a lot. It's kind of a brain twister question, and everybody's gonna have their thoughts and opinions on that question. It probably might seem like something irrelevant to you, but these are the kind of things that really get my brain working, and it's like a good morning kind of thing to kind of wake me up and get my brain going. Like, oh my gosh, mind bloop. But <laughs> all right, y'all, let me jump into the, my next topic. I'm talking about the Los Angeles Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball, but. You know, the funny thing is, I'm actually not even talking about Lonzo Ball. Sad, that's the sad part about it. I'm talking about his father, LeVar Ball. And the reason why I'm going to talk about LeVar Ball is because he made comments recently that over the over the weekend where he was talking to a Lithuanian reporter in which he described his plan to try and get his all three sons onto the same team. This has been like LeVar's dream since Lonzo essentially made it to the league. And he's been, well, not since Lonzo made it to the league, but he, he's always had the dream of making all three boys play in the league and on the same team. The odds of that happening are almost... Zero to none, almost, but or see, zero to like a trillion. But this was this was Lavar's comments. He said, "I want all three of my, all my three boys to play for the Lakers. But if that does not happen, I'm telling you the story. What's going to happen first? If they don't take Jello this year, I bring back Jello here to Pranai, the the Lithuanian Lithuanian team, to play with Melo for two years. Lonzo will be on his third year, and I want I want to let every NBA team know." That Lonzo is not going to re-sign with the Lakers, but will go to any team that will take all of my bo- three boys. That's my plan. <sighs> Y'all, I, I I have been a LeVar Ball supporter. Oh, I, I've always said I've been, mar- not always, I've criticized them, don't get me wrong. I've supported them, but I've criticized them. I still do support, I mean, I support his ambition and the goals he has. Only issue for me with LeVar Ball at this point. I mean, I always, but I always agree with his sentiment of how he believes he can speak things into existence. I think he truly believes he can speak anything he says into existence. But my prime issue I've always had with LeVar Ball is it seems as though at some point it stopped being about what was best for his sons and started becoming what was best for the brand and what was best for LeVar's interests as opposed to his sons. Now. This this ploy isn't isn't something that it seems like it's it's not for the best interest of his sons as a collective group, but just that it seems like it's coming at the expense of Lonzo in interest of the other two sons. Because Lonzo's the other like all, all of their success and everything that this family has is tied in with Lonzo Ball's current success. Now they're kind of growing to become bigger than the success of what Lonzo has, but it all started with Lonzo at UCLA and Lonzo getting to the Lakers. Without Lonzo Ball getting to the Lakers, this team, this family has no leg to stand on. They would just be a, a news story that we see pop up every now and then that we kind of pay attention to for like a day or so, but then we don't really care about it again. LeVar Ball has drawn so much traction that he gets talked about for days on hand. Like, I'm just now addressing this, and people have been talking about this since yesterday. So that just shows you how much traction LeVar Ball topics get. And that's, I mean, that's part of why he keeps being able to be relevant because of the media. People like me, we're talking about it, but... Part of the reason why people say, oh, well, why do you always talk about, why do you, why do you all keep talking about LeVar? Because people want to hear it. I look at, I can see my, I can see the podcast numbers on here. Me and Nigel have both looked at these podcast numbers when I, when we talk about LeVar Ball, the numbers are far more higher than when you talk about LeVar Ball than when you don't. So it's one of those things that you want to drive ratings, you want to drive clicks, draw views, a whole nine. LeVar Ball drives that, and it's, it shows that that's what you all want to hear. Even if everybody says, we well, don't talk about him, then you tune into it because he's in the title. I'm just saying. It's the truth. You know that LeVar Ball is going to get talked about. So some, sometimes people tune in to see what people are going to say about the about what LeVar Ball had to say on that day. So 
getting back to the overall fixture of the things i think i feel bad that it seems like even though he's trying to help out his other two sons in terms of pursuit of an nba career that it is in, in, in sight biting lonzo in the butt because one lonzo i mean you can't that's just a bad look for you to say that lonzo won't resign because at this point you're that you're his father so a lot a lot of times people will, will attach some level of validity to what you have to say or anything that you're saying in regards to Lonzo because you're his father. He's going to confide in you. He's going to tell you his, you know, a lot of his issues and stuff like that. But the issue with that is now that it's now becoming, it's starting to make a thing of where people are going to start looking at Lonzo sideways. People are going to start thinking about Lonzo's playing career and it's going to, it's going to hurt Lonzo. It's going to make, and one, one way it's going to hurt Lonzo is because he's going to become a, a un, undervalued Commodity. He's going to become an un- undervalued asset. People are going to start wondering, like, let's say the Lakers cut ties with Lonzo sometime down the ri- down the line, right? People are going to start looking at Lonzo and be like, hey, we don't want to get any near- anywhere near that 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 circus, that sl- that um, sideshow. It's just too much. We don't want anything to do. That's just too much noise. There's too many distractions. We don't want Levar talking out against our coaching staff, which Levar's already done for the Lakers. He's cut- talked out against Luke Walton. He's made comments about how Luke doesn't play Lonzo in the fourth or about how some other he's made he's criticized other teammates about one time Julius Randle not finding Lonzo open on a on a play. And when you look at the, the situation for so right now Lamelo and Leangelo are playing for Pernu Vi I, I can't say this these Lithuanian teams names fluently. It's Pernu Vitatis in Lithuania. And Lonzo he 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 said he's essentially he's under contract with the Lakers and they have team options on him through the 2020-2021 season. And even the, even if they don't agree on an extension when it comes to contract contract agreements, since he will be a restricted free agent, even if they don't agree on an extension, he would become a free a restricted free agent at that point. And if the Lakers wanted to, they can match any deal that Lonzo received. So Lonzo essentially that's why most players there's no player that really becomes a free agent. That becomes a free agent prior to the first seven years, um, first seven years ending in the league, because the money, the money incentive, the money incentive is so much more if you stay with your initial team that drafted you, if you remain with that team because they have your bird rights, so they can pay you way more than any other team can pay you, and they can exceed the cap to pay you. Most time, the NBA will reward you because they'll add on more years onto that contract, more money onto that contract. So, an NBA player's real big decision doesn't really come in their first contract; it only comes in their set in their second big contract, which is the po- contract you all see Paul George is nearing right now. So, and and and, and speaking of Paul George, this kind of stuff can kind of deter a guy like Paul George from coming to a team like the Lakers, which is why eventually the Lakers. I mean, you have to make a you. I, 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 They've already talked to LeVar about this kind of stuff, about him coming out and making comments like this that don't look good, that don't reflect well on the franchise or that are disparaging about Lonzo or the coaching staff, the whole nine. And saying that he won't resign with the Lakers shows a lack of commitment to a team. The one, the team that drafted him, a team that's been committed to him and stood behind him despite his shooting woes and everything that Lonzo struggled with. Now his health. Because he hasn't played in, in, in weeks at this point, And he's slated to come back after the All-Star break. He's, and he won't participate in the Rising Stars Challenge. So, when you're seeing that this for the Lakers, they're like, okay, we're trying to bring in guys like LeBron James, Paul George, Klay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, DeMarcus Cousins, 
Mark Gasol, the, those echelon of guys, and nobody wants to come to a team that they feel like doesn't have things on 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 or hemmed up. They don't want to come to a team that everything seems to be just going any kind of which way, just going out of out of sorts, and people can just speak out against the franchise however they want and say whatever they want. Particularly Levar Ball. And to a degree, Lonzo has to separate himself for what his father. I mean, well, yeah, what his father is saying, because the issue of what Levar's comments. And his continuous propensity to keep speaking out on certain things and say things is that Lonzo doesn't really separate himself from the comments. Like Lonzo will kind of say, Lonzo, will kind of, like he comes out and sometimes will say a little thing here, like, like he said about the Luke Walton thing. This is what this is what the problem of what Lonzo does. Like when it came to the Luke Walton thing, Lonzo comes out and says, "I mean, I'll play for anybody. I, I mean, I really will just play for anybody. I don't." doesn't really matter to me like he says he's gonna say what he's gonna say but i mean i'll play for anybody he didn't really come out in in support of luke walton he just essentially said i mean i'll play for any coach yeah so he didn't really express um support for luke walton i'm not saying that now you don't you don't ever want to alienate the relationship between you and your father that's not what lonzo should do but to some degree coming out and saying something like hey my dad's gonna say what my dad's gonna say it's not my. I, we don't share the same feelings on a lot of things that he talks about. You know, he has his own. He has his own mind. He he has he has the freedom to say what he's gonna say, and I believe in what I believe in, and that's it. But he, what he says doesn't represent what my ideals and what I believe. Now that's not that's not being disrespectful to your father. That's just stating a fact. That's not that's not putting throwing your dad under the bus. It's just stating a fact. Hey. His thoughts are his thoughts, and but they're not reflective of what my ideals and my beliefs are. But the more Lonzo always kind of kind of reg- regulates himself into the background and stays under the microscope and stays out of out of the sight of the public when it comes to his father's issues, people are always going to wonder, oh, is this coming back from Lonzo Ball? Is this really how Lonzo feels? Is this really what Lonzo's planning to do? And if that's the case, then you're the Lakers. You start sitting back wondering, hey. If this guy won't stop talking and we can't get where it seems like the commitment from his son is wavering, we might want to think about, you know, threatening to trade Lonzo or, and now me, I feel like that's a, that's an entire extreme. Now, when you committed a second, second, a number two overall draft pick to Lonzo Ball, threatening to trade him to me, that seems like it's over the top, but it seems like everything LeVar Ball has done is over the top in terms of. How Lavar always is speaking out against whatever the Lakers are doing, or speaking out on behalf of Lonzo, or whatever it may be. Lavar is always doing stuff over the top. Now that could be a. Now you can match fire with fire, in which you don't know which result you can get. You could say you might think about trading Lonzo, and then Lavar probably will try and call you on your bluff, saying that oh whatever whatever team my son goes to, he'll be a star on, or he'll make whatever franchise he goes to better. And the Lakers, I mean, you at the end of the day, you want Lonzo to pan out for you. you want you the Magic brought Lonzo in, saying that he's going to revive Showtime. So he's a player that you definitely want to keep and want to be able to retain and bring in to do just that, re- revitalize Showtime and bring the Lakers back. But it seems like it's one of those things that you, Lavar Ball, has to get under control. And the only person that seems that can get him under control, or at least make his voice a less louder than it is, is Lonzo. And until he does that, it seems like he's never going to stop talking. And he's always going to be louder, the loudest voice in the room because Lonzo doesn't put his voice to match it in any situation. I mean, for the Lakers, I essentially feel like you're in a lose-lose situation when it comes to LeVar. And I guess ideally, the next step, the next course of action you could take as, a, as opposed to fighting fire with fire is essentially doing what they've been doing. Just ignoring it. 
just saying they're not going to address it and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to pay attention to what a player's father. That's what Luke Walton essentially said yesterday or today that we're not every we're not going to address every comment that a player's parent will make. Every player's parents probably have feelings about how this organization runs, but we're not going to address it. And that could just be the best way to handle it because by not addressing it, you're not giving LeVar Ball a bigger platform to respond back to you or anything like that. So you could just keep handling it the way you've been handling it. And granted, in the, in the midst of LeVar Ball speaking, the Lakers did reel off another, went off, reel off a win streak after LeVar Ball made his comments about Luke Walton. But in the terms of this, if you just keep saying things about your son, you're going to start hurting their ability to possibly get free agents. Now, the Lakers aren't some – LeVar Ball's comments aren't the overriding thing that's going to keep a free agent from coming there because it's not like the Lakers are the most desirable destination for a free agent regardless because they're not, they don't really have a star in place. They don't have a roster that screams championship if you were to go there. So it's not like one of those things where LeVar Ball's comments are like the deciding factor of, hey, why am I going to go here or why am I not going to go here? But in a team that doesn't have the edge on getting a superstar, star you just wouldn't want that extra distraction or extra negative to keep a guy from coming there that's the whole point of it all but all right y'all when i come back from a break i'm gonna jump into a little bit of football talking about the new england patriots and if the patriot way is possibly flawed stay tuned to find out what i'm talking about it's kbr sports the best sports talk show of your 24-hour day Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 